I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit. And I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. I want to say thank God for a wonderful journey so far as He has been taking us through His Word. And I'm also grateful to God for you know, the opportunity He has given to me you know, to minister. Like Paul the Apostle said, a great door of ministry has been opened unto me. And you know, I keep finding doors, new avenues through which we can share the Word of God and be a blessing to people all over the world. And this podcast is one of such ways through which God is going to be bringing His Word to you and blessing you. And I'm sure, I know for sure that your life is not going to be the same again. The Bible says the entrance of God's Word, it gives light and it gives understanding to the simple. Hallelujah. Now the truth is, most people don't know this, but the difference between a successful person and the one who is not successful, the difference between an accomplished person and the one who is not accomplished is what the person knows, is knowledge. Hallelujah, it's knowledge. And that's why the Bible says in the book of 2 Peter chapter 1, and I'm reading from verse, verse 2, now it says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of, our, of Jesus our Lord. It says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. Now this verse of scripture shows us something even more interesting. Hallelujah. Because there are different kinds of knowledge out there. There is the knowledge of physics, there's the knowledge of science, biology, knowledge of different things. But this scripture goes on to specify what kind of knowledge. It says, through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. It says, grace and peace be multiplied through the knowledge. So in this day and age, knowledge is very important. Hallelujah. Knowledge is so important. What you know, you will rule by what you know. And the truth is that the knowledge of God's word is what will make you a champion in life. Hallelujah. So every time spent in the presence of God, every opportunity you have to listen to the word of God, it's important to take advantage of it. And when you do, your life will not be the same again. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes people wonder, where is God? How can I see God? What does God look like? It's so easy to know what God looks like. It's so easy to see God. Very easy. But people don't know this, but God is visible for us to see. How is he visible? Through his word. Hallelujah. Through his word. When you study God's word, you get to understand the character of God's spirit. You get to understand what God is like, what he likes and what he doesn't like. You get to know his mind concerning different subject matters. Hallelujah. 
And that's why the word of God cannot be taken for granted. Hallelujah. You know, while we are here on this earth, especially for young people, it's easy to be here and think like, oh, I have a future before me. I have many years before me. You know, so I have a long time. But the truth is that time is short. The way time flies is just amazing. You know, just now we said Happy New Year. Right now we're already in the second month of the year. Hallelujah. And before you know it, the month will be over. And then the next month and the next month and the next month. And before you know it, the year is gone. Hallelujah. How time flies. And that's why we have to take advantage of every opportunity we have. The truth is that if you go to the morgues, if you went to a morgue today, it has been proven majority of the people in most morgues are actually young people. What does that tell you? We should take advantage of the time that we have. Hallelujah. Take advantage of the time that God has. Every time you open your eyes and you discover that you're still here, you open your eyes and you discover that this is a new day. It's an opportunity to take advantage of the time that was given to you. Because the truth is, what we do here is what will determine the life we will live eternally. There are some people who want to pretend like life does not exist after this world. But they are in for a shocker. Hallelujah. Only see, somebody who is wise, anybody who is truly wise, will know that the world we see today, with all the mountains, the hills, the, the waterfalls, the planets, the stars, the sun, the moon, all these things, somebody intelligent had to put them together. And if this person that is intelligent put them together, he must have a plan. He must have a plan. There must be something. There must be a reason. You know, sometimes we try to use science to explain everything. And that's why we run into trouble. Even till today, there's still so many things that science does not know. The knowledge of man is limited. Man is still trying to discover new things. Why? Because his knowledge is limited. But there really is a God who created all these things. And everyone will answer to him. When we are done in this world, we will stand before him and we will give account of how we lived our lives on earth we will give account and that is something that people need to take into consideration hallelujah people really really need to take that into consideration praise god there are many people who have had experiences and this is mysterious but it's true it's a fact there are people who have died they've checked all their vital signs everything certified dead like these people are gone and after some time, they come back. And when they come back, almost every one of them will tell you either they found themselves in a place very beautiful and euphoric, you know, some beautiful place, or they found themselves in a place of torment. And what does that tell you? It means there really is eternity. Life goes on after this place. Think about it. Most of us, if we are sincere, we have had nightmares, we had demons attack us in the dream, spiritual beings, you know, forces and all that stuff. Most people have experienced it. 
Even though they want to pretend like such things don't exist, they do exist. Hallelujah. And there is a life after this one. But the first thing, your journey in life, the journey to success begins with knowing Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. And once you have come to know the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then the next thing you want to find out is, what is my purpose here? Why did he bring me here? What am I supposed to accomplish here? What am I supposed to do in this place? That's the next thing you begin to find out. And then in your search, while you are asking, you know, sometimes some people might see that and they're waiting to hear a voice from heaven saying, oh, my daughter, this is what you are supposed to do. My son, this is what you're supposed to do. It doesn't always work that way. God doesn't always speak like that. Hallelujah. Now, after you, know, you begin to ask, you want to find out, the next thing you should do is look for something to do in the house of God. Anything at all, just start anywhere. Let me tell you something, the leading of the Spirit sometimes it happens like trial and error. Sometimes, I didn't say all the time, there are sometimes God can actually give you specific directions and tell you this is exactly what I want you to do. And he'll tell you specifically, okay, do this or do that. Sometimes it could happen. But most times, it doesn't happen like that. Most times, God wants to see that desire in you. He wants to see that drive in you to want to do something. Like Jesus said, um, written in the scriptures, he said, the zeal of my father's house has eaten me up. You know, when you have a zeal for the purpose of God, for the kingdom of God, and you just want to do something, anything, and then in the process of doing that, maybe the person tries one thing and God says, no, this is not what I want you to do. No, he will give you direction. And when you finally find that thing that you are supposed to do for God, you will see that you are not doing it. It's not something you're doing on the duress. You do it so effortlessly. You do it so easily because that's what you are made to do. That's what you were created to do. And the more you do it, God will give you greater gifts. He will increase your capacity to do more. And you'll be able to do more and fulfill your purpose, fulfill your calling, fulfill your destiny. That thing that you are supposed to do, when you do it, you find out that you are being a blessing to man. You are helping people. And ultimately, you are glorifying God. Hallelujah. It will be good for man and it will bring God glory. In other words, the kingdom of God will be expanded by reason of what you do. Hallelujah. So once you find yourself doing that, you just keep doing. You keep doing. Like Paul said, necessity is laid upon me. Woe is me if I preach not the gospel. He discovered that he was called to be a preacher of the gospel, to spread the message of the gospel specifically to the Gentiles. He knew it. And so he took advantage of it. He went to the different nations. He preached, preached, and preached. He had such a persuasive spirit and a convincing, like a persuasive spirit that it was hard for people not to accept his message. That was a special gift that he had. The others didn't have it. But Peter, on the other hand, had a gift to preach to people in Jerusalem. And he did a good job. Many souls were won to the Lord through them. So God creates every one of us and he puts something specifically 
Uh, he put something in us that is unique to us. And once we discover that thing, and we begin to put it to work, from there, you know, it just keeps getting better and better and better. You are fulfilling your purpose. And also, fulfillment of purpose. While you are doing that, that really is, that's what makes you successful. When you are fulfilling your purpose, it's a spirit of success. Hallelujah. And I, I always tell people, I said, money is a slave of success. When you are successful at what you do, money will begin to follow you. It's just, it's natural. It's normal. It will follow you when you are successful. Now, the problem with some people is this. They lack what you call patience. They just want everything to happen now, now, now. So the moment they start, there are some people, for example, they feel like maybe God called them to be preachers. So they take money, invest, get a church or something, something, something like, you know, start a ministry because they feel that that is their calling. And then when they get into it, for the first months, few months, or maybe even years, the money doesn't come in like they were expecting for it to come in. And then they give up. Why do people give up? People only give up because it's not their passion. What you're doing should be your passion. You should be passionate about what you do. That thing that you do that makes you a success is something that you can do even if you are not paid. Like you love to do this. Hallelujah. So whether you are paid or not, you don't even care. Because this is what you're supposed to do. When you have such an attitude, I'm telling you the truth, money will begin to follow you. Hallelujah. Because you're passionate with what you do. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now you see, something is happening. There is a shift. Something is going on in the realm of the spirit. We are entering a new era. We are entering a new era. If you noticed, with the turn of the new century, many things have changed. With the turn of the new millennium, as a matter of fact, many, many things have changed. And the world is fast going digital. You might say fast going digital. It's already digital, but they are getting more and more into it. And I was watching a documentary recently and somebody was explaining, analyzing how that very soon, artificial intelligence would take over a lot of jobs. A lot of jobs. Very soon, there will be no need for Ubers because they will have self-driving cars. And these things are more efficient than human beings because when you have self-driving cars, there will be very less accidents because everything will be programmed by computer and all that. Even today, you have cars that, you know, when there's about to be an accident, there's some kind of alarm or something will go off. So, with self-driving cars, they program these things in a way that maybe 10 meters or maybe several meters before anything happens, the cars will just stop by themselves. You know, they will do all those things and many people will go out of jobs because of these things. So there is a change. There is a change. Something is happening. Some years ago, there was a career where people actually went to do a diploma to learn how to buy tickets for airlines there was a career like that but today that career is useless why is it useless because everybody can use their mobile phones now to book for a ticket 
to book for an air ticket. So I don't need to go to your office to buy a ticket when I can do it in the comfort of my house or my phone. So that career is gone. There will be many careers, for example, like accounting. It will be, you know, that's what he was saying. It will be gone in the next in few years because you'll have computers that will do all these things. Hallelujah. I was in, um, in a hotel in California and then I think I wanted something, something like that. And from the reception, they sent a robot that got into the elevator and came straight to the room and there's whether they rang the bell or something, opened the door, it was a robot that came to deliver something. What we asked for. Hallelujah. What does that tell you? We are entering a new era. Hallelujah. We're entering a new era. And you know, the enemy is going to take advantage of technology. The Bible says in the last days, a time will come when there will be no buying and selling without those that have taken the mark. This will be some kind of computer something, some kind of chip or something like that. And the world is preparing towards these things. The world is preparing towards these times. The world is getting set for what is about to happen. And of course, God knows this. So what is God doing now? He's beginning to put his people in key positions for the sake of the kingdom. Hallelujah. God is beginning to put his people in governments. God is beginning to put his people in the police security forces, police force, in the immigration airlines. God is beginning to put his people in key positions for the furtherance of the gospel. Hallelujah. And that's why we need Christians. We need children of God who are successful. Hallelujah. God wants to see his people succeed in the world that we are in today. He wants to see them succeed because of the times we are in. Right now, there is a harvest of souls. Jesus said the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. And he said, pray to the Lord of harvest that he will send forth more laborers. And people have been praying and the Lord of the harvest is answering the prayer. And so he's sending people. People are coming in. There is a battle going on currently for the, for the souls of men. It's a fight and it's going on currently. And that's why God, so before, you know, there are Christians who think that they should only um, live that um, Christian life so they can make heaven. So they can make heaven as long as they make it to heaven, they're fine. But that's not why God, that's not just why God wants us, you know, to be here. When you are saved, the next thing he expects you to do is to help somebody to get salvation. Help somebody else to find Jesus. And really, you can't do that if you are not successful. Hallelujah. You really can't do that. When you go to preach the gospel, the people you're preaching to, they want to look at your life. They are asking themselves, do I want to be like this person? And a very popular preacher once said, preach the gospel, but only use words when necessary. So your lifestyle, everything has to preach the gospel. There are some people who fly in aircraft, in airplanes, and they only fly business class, first class. And if anybody is going to preach the gospel to them, the person that has to be there is only in that place. That's where you can meet these people. Hallelujah. So God wants his people in positions of influence for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Recently, the government of a particular country 
said they are trying to um they are, they are looking into certain things in the christian bible so they want to curtail some things so they want to rewrite the bible that's what the government of this country said they want to rewrite the bible and remove every insightful thing from the bible they want to rewrite the christian bible the government of a country hallelujah but if they were people of god in key positions in that government they will kick against it hallelujah so god is interested in putting his people in key positions and that's why god's people should want to succeed become successful hallelujah the, the major thing basically is for the propagation of the gospel for the kingdom of god hallelujah for the kingdom of god so god wants his people find out what you were supposed to do what's your purpose on earth why did he bring you here why did he keep you here and as you discover what you were supposed to do get busy do something every day make sure you are doing one thing that is going to move you forward towards the achievement towards the fulfillment of your purpose every day one thing or the other at least you are doing something to move the kingdom of god forward very important hallelujah there are some people for example maybe you're a doctor you're, you're not feel but god wants you as a christian doctor to be a blessing because some people go to hospitals and you have many people who don't even know the lord in some very key positions and every time you go there they only sow fear into your heart you're scared because of what they will tell you but you go to a christian doctor who understands the word of god he will tell you the facts of what he is seeing but he will encourage you with the word of God and tell you there's nothing God cannot do. He will also tell you of miracles he has seen, cases he has seen, people who medically there was no hope but they came back. And you know, when you have such people in positions like that, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So God wants his people to succeed. He does. Gone are the days where people only preached. He said, take the whole world and give me Jesus. You know that that message it sounds nice but the truth is that the one who takes the whole world will not give you jesus he doesn't even have jesus to give to you in the first place i understand their mindset they're like um i'm not going to be distracted by material things all i want is jesus yeah that's that's understandable but there are certain things you don't say don't say take the whole world no jesus said seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all other things who will be added to you they will be added so if god is the one that adds them to you why should anybody take them from you hallelujah look at it god knows the bible says your father knows the things that you have need of even before you ask so he knows that we need money in this world he knows that we need certain things for our survival here he knows he is aware so he doesn't want anybody taking them from you hallelujah so there are some things we should get rid of some mentalities what did he say in philippians chapter 4 verse 19 he says but my god shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory when he talks about supply all your need he's not talking about giving you a song to sing or something some spiritual thing no he's talking about the physical thing hallelujah when the children of israel were in the wilderness and they were hungry god didn't send angels to sing for them what did he do he gave them food from heaven physical food they could see they could eat 
And when it was that they needed manna, I mean, they needed the meat to eat, what happened? God caused birds, quails, large birds, to fall in the camp of the children of Israel, and they ate. So he didn't just uh, sing or say something. Or, no, he provided for them. Hallelujah. So God understands that we have need of things in this world. But he doesn't want those things to be our focus. Let him be our focus. And as we focus on him, those things will be added to us. God will bring those things. Many years ago, in the 70s and in the 80s, of course, even earlier, there were many Christians who had the mentality that if somebody was wealthy, the person was living in sin. And you know, they forget that God was the one who made Abraham very wealthy. The Bible says Abraham was very rich because of God. We read about men like David. David became very wealthy because of God. Solomon was also very wealthy. God gave him wealth. Why does God want his people to be successful? Why does God want his people to have resources? If you read the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18, the last scripture, it says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. There's a comma after wealth. It says, That he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto thy fathers, as it is this day. It says, He is God that gives you the power to get wealth. Why? So that he may establish his covenant. The reason why he wants his people successful and wealthy is not so they can buy luxurious things and live like a luxurious life on earth. No, that's not the purpose. So they can establish his covenant on earth. Hallelujah. The Bible says, My cities shall through prosperity yet spread abroad. The message of the gospel will spread through prosperity. Hallelujah. Now, there are some countries in this world, I think the last count, they had about 251 countries on earth. Now, there are countries and there are countries. For example, the United States of America is one country because it's very wealthy. They have resources. They, are, they have the strongest military and, and, and all that. Hallelujah. Then think about one um, country in uh, maybe the Pacific Islands or something, one tiny country somewhere. Now, though United States of America and that country, though they are both countries and each of them will have, uh, for example, if you're doing the Olympics, each of them will be represented, will have one slot each, for example, right? Now, uh, the United States of America can afford to have embassies in 150 countries or 200 countries because they have the resources to maintain those embassies all over the world. But that small country, maybe population is 20,000 or 30,000. If they can have an embassy anywhere, be just one other country. But they can't afford to have embassies all over the world because they don't have the resources to do that. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, my cities shall through prosperity. The more resources you have, the more you'll be able to do. Hallelujah. The more resources you have, the more you'll be able to accomplish. And that's why God wants his people to have resources. Again, not for selfish purposes. 
Now, there are people who are taking advantage of Christianity and doing some unnecessary things. The truth is, every time you have something authentic, you definitely will have fake. So, it's a message. The fact that you have the fakes means there is the real. The fact that you have the fake it means there is the real. So, you don't see because there are, there are the fakes. So, you dismiss everything that looks like and say, no, everything is fake. No, you'll be deceiving yourself. Hallelujah. Now, there are people who make counterfeit money, right? And so, because of that, there are specialists. They even, they even have machines that look through the, the notes to find out which is real and which is a counterfeit. So, instead of dismissing everything as fake, you want to find out which is genuine, which is real, and not to dismiss everything. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God wants his people to do well. God wants his people to prosper. God wants his people to be successful. And the way to do it, the Bible says, like the scripture I read earlier from 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2, it says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Grace. Grace is that thing that will cause blessings to come to you. People just want to help you. People want to do you, do things for you. It's because of grace. Hallelujah. You know, once that something one opportunity comes people are remembering you they want to bless you why because of grace and he says grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of god and of jesus christ our lord hallelujah so the more of god's word you know the more of grace and peace that you'll experience which when you put to work you'll experience true success hallelujah and like I said earlier, I said there's times that we're in, there's a shift. So many things are going on and God wants to put his people in very key positions for the sake of the kingdom. Hallelujah. For the furtherance of the message of the kingdom. And who knows? Maybe you that are listening to me, God is going to position you in one very big political position someday, somewhere. So you can be a representative of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Who knows? God can put you in one key position in a financial institution so you can be a blessing to the kingdom. Who knows? Hallelujah. So as you keep doing that which God has called you to do, look for something you can do in the house of God. And as you are doing it, God will open your eyes on what you are supposed to do. He will give you ideas, things you will discover, skills, gifts that you have inside of you. And as you put them to work, you will be amazed. Really, you will be. You will be amazed how far you go and what God will use you to do. Hallelujah. One of the things that I look at, I tell myself all the time, by the time I'm done, I've finished everything and it's time for me to look, for me to leave this world, I should be able to look back at my life and be happy and say, thank you, Jesus. It was worth it. It was worth it. And the truth is that success is not going to come by accident. Success comes by careful planning and execution. Hallelujah. And of course, success is in stages and phases. If that is going to happen in your life in the future, that you could look back and be happy, start looking back now. Are you happy so far with how far you've, you've come, with what you have accomplished so far? If you're not happy, then it means you need to start changing certain things. You need to start accomplishing things now. You need to start doing things now so that you can 
look back someday and say thank you jesus i did well hallelujah and of course you cannot succeed without the holy spirit as a child of god this message is in two ways one is for those that are not born again if you're not born again you don't know the lord jesus christ it means you've not even started your journey of success and you really need to know him as your lord and savior hallelujah by praying a simple prayer of salvation releasing yourself to jesus and telling him say lord from today i'm going to be your child once you do that you are saved and then to the one who is born again have you started your journey yes now you are born again now you are in the kingdom what are you doing what are you doing are you moving forward or you are stagnant have you started doing something to make an impact for the kingdom if you have not god is calling on you to start this is grace and peace be multiplied until you took the knowledge so you start first of all you're studying god's word you're listening to the word of god you get yourself deep in the word and as you are doing that look for something to do in the house of god while you are doing that you will discover your purpose and as you keep doing it god will increase your capacity and then you can be a vessel that god can use to be a blessing to many. hallelujah praise the lord my prayer for you today is that god's wisdom will be upon you and he will give you direction he will lead you in the way that you should go the bible says thine ear shall hear a voice from behind you saying this is the way walk in it so you hear you will receive direction from the spirit on what to do and how to go about what he has told you you're gonna do and as you listen and you implement these things you will live a very successful life hallelujah and you can make an impact for the kingdom of god hallelujah god bless you for listening to this podcast today and i will be with you again and until i get to be with you again keep living in the atmosphere of god's word god's worship and god's miracles god bless you bye bye